Howdy, Pie Tribe. Welcome back to a Monday Mindset episode. Today, we are going to talk about three steps to designing your dream life. Now, I don't know how many of you have been following along, but you might have heard my story of how I got to be living in a log cabin in the woods. Many of you may not know that both of my parents passed away before hitting retirement. My mom died when I was 12 and my dad passed away literally working up to the day he died. He had a heart attack and my sister and I ended up taking over his company. Well, through that, I really became aware of how short life is. There really is no guarantee of someday. And when I found myself working full-time in the automotive industry and I was miserable, I couldn't see myself staying in that role for 20, 30, 40 more years to retire to then live my best life. Like that just sounded so wrong, (laughs) still sounds so wrong. And I became bound and determined to live a different way. I didn't know how, I didn't know what I would do. I was very much just intent on getting out of that situation and living in a log cabin in the woods. That's something my husband and I had dreamt about, something that we truly, really wanted. For us, it was about living um, a rural lifestyle, living with our kids, being able to play in our backyard and not worrying about people stealing them off of the driveway, which is something we feared where we were living in Phoenix, you know, and getting that small town feel, getting away from the hustle and the bustle of the big city, just, it was this inner voice that was calling forth for this to come to fruition. Now, the whole story is really interesting, and I don't think I've really shared the whole story here on the podcast But I was recently on a podcast called Reignite Your Passion. And that really detailed a lot of my journey. Now, I want to focus here on you and the three steps I took to create my dream life. The way I went about it was actually so different than what I really thought I was going to do. It wasn't until after we moved here that I really looked back and realized the specific steps I took. And then I tried applying them to other areas of my life and found that I could duplicate the experience. So I thought it was really interesting. And I want to share that with you here. Um, By the way, I did record a mini course, which I'm offering as a super, super special because this is something that for many of you know, I'm, I'm very connected with God. And I believe that he is guiding me. And this course is one that I feel deserves to be shared with people in mass, right? I want everybody to be able to experience this freedom lifestyle. Whether you get it because of passive income or another way, it doesn't matter. I just think it's possible for everybody. And I want you to understand how to do it. So today is like a mini version of what in is in this course. In the course, it breaks down uh, so much more. It gives you homework that you can do. Plus, I have that whole episode that was recorded with Andrea um, on the Reignite Your Passion podcast. You can listen to it in the course as well. And I go into more, in the, in the course, I go into more about 
how to, the strategy and like pitfalls and things to look out for and really help you get deep into your inner voice and into your mind where creation really happens and learn to truly be able to create a life of your dreams. You know, to to detail my story, I was desperate to leave my career. And I experienced a lot of guilt around the idea because I had a really good job. I had a nice house. We lived in a really great area. Life was good and it just didn't seem like I should want something else. And I, I would tell myself, why can't I just be happy with what I have? But I knew I wanted to be with my kids more. I knew I wanted really to be able to do what I want when I wanted. I mean, that's really what it was. And I felt guilty about wanting that too. So a lot of this for me was building and overcoming the mindset and literally just finding a way to give myself permission to work less and make money. That has been a learning process over the last five years, I would say more than anything else. But um, the most important thing that we did in our journey was to get clear. Now, let me be specific. Prior to us deciding we wanted to live in a log cabin in the woods and really getting clear about our vision and determining that we were actually doing that, we had kind of talked about it time and again, off and on. Really, it was more like a band-aid. When I was having a bad day or I was feeling really frustrated, we'd pull this dream off the shelf, we'd talk about it, and I'd go to work feeling, you know, lighter, I guess, like, okay, there's hope, (laughs) there's light at the end of the tunnel, I can keep doing this. And I would, I would go along until I just couldn't go anymore. Then we talk about it again. And it was this cycle. And even during that time, you know, we had put offers in on a couple things and they fell through and we were willy nilly, I think is the big point here is we were willy nilly. We weren't sure where we wanted to go, what we were wanting to spend, what we wanted in our home. We were just kind of like, we knew some general ideas And we were all over the place. We were looking in Idaho. We were looking in Canada. We were looking in Wyoming. I mean, just kind of anywhere we could, even Arizona. And the point is, though, that through all of that, whenever something went wrong, I would tell myself, well, I guess it isn't meant to be. This, maybe I should just be happy with what I have. And there I would guilt myself into thinking that my, I wasn't worthy of my dream, that my dream that God didn't have it in his heart for me either, that it wasn't in the stars. You know, whatever thing we tell ourselves, these things like, oh, it wasn't meant to be, or maybe there's a better way, or, I, you know, it's like these fanciful Band-Aid statements that we give ourselves to get us through when things feel hard. And that's what I would do. I would give myself those Band-Aid statements and I'd go back to the grind. And one day I realized that, you know, if it's in my heart, God wills it for me. It's not just like this. God isn't just this outside being who's um, deciding what happens in my life. Like I have a decision in this as well. I have will. I have free will. And that's when I think I really started to get curious about what does free will mean and how can I use it to get what I want in life. And one day my husband and I were sitting in our recliners and I said, I was telling him how frustrated I was. And I'd had my fourth daughter or my fourth daughter. I had had my fourth child 
my daughter, and she was now almost a year old. And I had spent that year again, missing out on so many of the firsts that I had promised myself I would be there for. So I was really feeling discouraged, angry and frustrated. You know, four children later, I still wasn't home with them. And I looked at him, my husband, and I said, you know, when are we going to start like actually doing this and not just talking about it? I'm tired of talking about it. I want something to change. And we got really focused. Our clarity, this is the first step, was getting very clear about, okay, let's look at this. What if we did really do this? What would it look like? Where will we go? Not if we were to switch, what would be good? No, where will we go? We started really looking at places with conviction. We started deciding what is important to us in land, in the property, in the home, if there was going to be a home, in um, the proximity to the city, like because we didn't want to be so remote that if something bad happened, we couldn't get to a hospital. So, you know, there, there was things that we had to think about. So we started getting very clear. And what I did with that, and this is the action step you can take is, I mean, yes, get clear, but then also think of it often and, and avoid the negatives. In other words, I didn't let myself get caught up in how or what would happen if. And sometimes it would come up like, I don't know how this is going to happen. How does somebody pick up and move three states away with no family, no job lined up, no, like, I didn't have passive income at the time other than some real estate. It wasn't enough to sustain my whole family. We had our grandfather living with us. Like there was just there was hangups and bangups, you know, it wasn't smooth sailing. And I certainly couldn't figure it all out myself, but I had faith. And I trusted that on some level, if I had it in my heart, it was going to happen. But what really sealed the deal, and this is where our willpower is so powerful, is when we accept it as a fact. This is what we're doing. We're clear. We're moving in this direction, period, end of story. It is us that creates disharmony by doubting ourselves. And in the course, I really go into how to uproot self-doubt and to fix it. Like there's specific things I did that helped me through the trying times. And (laughs) Pie Tribe, there was so many trying times. I mean, It was not an easy thing to do. Um, Ironically, finding the house and getting the loan and all of that was easy. The challenge came in selling our other house. We had floods and remodels and chaos and kids. It was a mess. So all that to say that I didn't let that stop me. I didn't take those as, quote, signs that it wasn't meant to be. I said, nope, it's meant to be. I'm pushing forward. The question isn't how, it's just what's next. Like, how am I getting through this next one thing? And when I say the question isn't how, I mean, I didn't need to have the whole answers all figured out. However, part of getting clear, my husband and I did, um, we did have a list of like what we were going to do to get where we are. We wrote it out. It was Lindsay and Lee's plan to live in a log cabin in the woods by December 2018. 
and we wrote it in 2016 and I spelled out all of our ways we were going to build up passive income. We were going to build up these businesses. We had all these ideas. Well, when you have four kids and you're working full time, (laughs) you can have all the ideas you want, but it's not always that easy to execute. And it certainly two years wasn't enough time for us to build out all the things that we had put on our list. However, that didn't stop us from pushing forward with our plan. That's where the second step was really important, was with the commitment. Commitment to the plan, to the dream, to the end result is really where I think that our will and God's will unifies. When we say, I'm moving to a log cabin in the woods, no matter what, no matter if my house is falling apart, no matter what, (laughs) I'm moving. Then it's almost as if God says, okay, then I'm clear on what you want. Let me help you get it done. And magical things would happen. Let me tell you one of them, for example, one day I was feeling very frustrated. The realtor that we had was a friend of mine and she was a new realtor. So there was a mistake there, (laughs) two mistakes, hiring a friend and hiring a new realtor. Um, We were her first listing. And when things weren't going well, we weren't getting any views or traction or anything. Um, I kept being told by her and her broker that, you know, we should vacate the house. I don't know why that even really mattered. I, I mean, I've never been a realtor, so I don't know. Because the thing it was, it wasn't like we were getting a lot of people asking to see the house. But she said that if we vacated the house, it would sell faster. Well, how do you vacate the house when you have four kids, a grandfather, and like 10 years worth of stuff? You know, I was still working on decluttering and getting everything ready. And I was driving to work one day and I was having what I call an adult temper tantrum. I was crying and screaming and yelling at God. And I was frustrated. I said, God, this is hard. You know, I know this is my will. What's, what, where are you? Like, I could use some help here. That was my exact words. Like I screamed out. I literally screamed out loud. I slammed my hand on the steering wheel. I was like, a little help here. And at that exact stinking moment, my phone went ding. And it was my Idaho realtor. And she said, hey, I was just thinking about you. Is there anything I can help you with? And I laughed out loud. And I was like, okay, God. Maybe some help from somebody local (laughs) who could do something for me here in Arizona. And would you know, not 30 seconds later, my older sister called me, who never calls me. We have this relationship where we like text or we might talk to each other three times a year. No joke. Out of the blue, she calls and she says, hey, you were just on my mind and I was thinking I should call you. And I almost didn't call you, she said, because... I figured you were like almost to work, but I just had this thing. I just thought I should call. Is everything okay? And I just unloaded. I'm like, you won't believe it. This is what's going on. I'm having a horrible day, blah, blah, blah. And isn't that what sisters are for, right? (laughs) My gosh, she couldn't have called at a better time. So I explained to her that the realtor is telling us to get out of the home and I don't know how I'm going to do it and so on. And she says, Look, if you get the guys need a temporary place to stay, I have enough room at my house. You can move in. And the cool part was she lived like three blocks away. So it made it so it was close enough to my house that if I needed to go over there to work on it, I could. 
It was perfect. I mean, talk about it. Like I asked for the help and I got the help. And I'm telling you, when you are committed to your vision, to your goal, and you eradicate doubt from your mind, magic happens. And that was magic. The third step is consistency. And consistency is really important in a couple of ways. It's one, taking action consistently, working towards your goal, like having the vision, getting clear, making a commitment, and then not doing anything isn't going to work, okay? You have to take action. (laughs) But you take action from a place of inspired action, like what's your next steps? And, And then also, you have to be consistent with weeding the garden of your mind and That's where you get clear, you you stay focused on what it is you want, and you have to speak in terms of yes, if that makes sense. So saying, I don't want to be at this job anymore, isn't going to cut it. Saying, I look forward to living a freedom lifestyle, and then describing that. What does that mean? Getting to spend time with your kids, getting to pick them up from school, taking them for lunch randomly, all of the things that in your mind would come with your freedom lifestyle. That's what you say. And when you are consistent in weeding the garden of your mind and taking consistent action, you will find that things happen. It's like a puzzle comes together where, you know, I love to do puzzles. I don't know if if you do too, but for me, I always start with the outside edges. I don't just take all the puzzle pieces and throw them on the table and then start trying to put them together. I organize it. I put the edges together and then I find a focal point and then I start building out on that. And little by little, the more puzzle pieces I get together, the easier it is to see what the next step is. And my friends, that is what this is about. You know, as you get clear step one, and you commit to your goal, step two, and then you start taking consistent action, step three. You don't have to have all the answers, but as you keep taking action little by little, answers will come to you and the way will be shown. So if you're at a point in your life where you really want to make a change, you really want something massively different in your life, start by getting clear. You know, you might want to take that course. I'm offering it for $7. Like, seriously, sign up. It's I'm going to link it below. But take the course and do the homework and walk through the path of creating your dream life. And if passive income is in your future, like you really are at this passive income thing, like you already see it, maybe you already have your vision, you're, you're, you're maybe committed, maybe you're just waiting to figure out what that next step is. And that next step could be an online business. I am offering a free training tomorrow on building six streams of income around one topic. And the benefit to you is a couple things. One, you make more money from each of your customers when you have that system set up. And because, you know, it's like shopping at Target. You go for one thing, but you end up buying multiple things when you leave, whether you meant to or not. And that's kind of what you want to do is set up your online store. So it's the same way, even if there's different types of products in different veins. But then the beauty is to be able to draw customers in at different points and cross sell. I'm going to be really mapping that out for you in that training tomorrow. Um, So register for that below as well as in the show notes. 
And that's a free training. If you can make it to that live, by all means, join me. And if not, there is a replay option. So once you register, you can get access to that as well. So I hope that was helpful. I really hope that you have the ability to take the steps you want to get out of whatever situation you're in and build the life that makes you happy. I, um, I'm happier than I've ever been in life. I, I, every day I think to myself, wow, I'm so blessed to be able to live here. I'm so grateful. I took the plunge. It was scary. It was overwhelming. There was a lot of unknowns, but I knew that I would figure it out. Everything is figure outable. It can work out. And sometimes it's just a matter of having the confidence and the clarity of what you want to keep moving forward. So I'm offering you both of those things. I'd love for you to join me tomorrow. And of course, if you want more in-depth coaching on how to actually create your life the way you want it, then sign up for that course or connect with me on Instagram at the Passive Income Examiner. Until next week, bye for now.